Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, and welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to go over the photometer, reagent, and test strips, and go over situations where you want may want to choose one over the other, and go over maybe some you know good and bad of each one for you here. Not kind of a comparison or a versus type thing, but just to go over the different testing methods you can use out there on your pool route and for your own personal pool. Pool Service Pro, open a Leslie's Wholesale account today and receive wholesale pricing on products you use every day. Leslie's Pool Supply offers convenient locations that are open seven days a week. Another great benefit of opening a Leslie's Wholesale account is Leslie's referral program. Get referred to a customer looking for weekly pool service. Save time and money and grow your pool service route and become a Leslie's Pro. So if you're looking at the main difference between each of these testers, and I'll just kind of briefly touch on what each one is. So photometer or photometer is a tester with a particular device in there. I don't want to get too technical, but it basically has something that can read the color of the reagents or strip you put in there, and this will give you a digital readout of actually what the reading is of the pool water, and it's a photometer because it uses that particular device inside there to read the color spectrum. And this is how it's able to tell that the pH is 7 or 7.4 or 7.8 because it'll see the color of the reagent. Either it's a reagent in a tube like the ColorQ 2X Pro 7. could be in a disc or it could be in a strip like the exact iDip. Any of these methods, the actual, it could be also a pill also dissolved in water or in a chamber like the Pool Lab 1.0. And this is a way for it to read the color. And it gives you the digital printout based on the color that the photometer reads on that particular uh, reagent, the way it's introduced either in water or in a disc like the spin touch. And this gives you the actual reading in the pool. I think they're really accurate. But like everything else, you can have user error. You can put too much water. You can put too little reagent. You can do a lot of different things to mess up the reading. But if you follow the parameters of the test pretty much exactly, you're going to get a really good reading as long as the region is still good or the strip is still good and that the photometer is set correctly without, you know, not direct sunlight. Things like this really help it to work properly. You're going to get an accurate readout. You're going to get an exact readout. So if you need an exact reading, and in cases where you're going to need an exact reading are a pool startup, you want to know the exact pH and alkalinity. Commercial pools, the health department is going to want you to write down the exact pH. They may be using a photometer themselves. And so if you're not using one and they're using one and you say the pH is 7.3, 7.4, they're using one that says the pH is 7.6 or whatever, it's not going to match up because you're using a different tester than they're using. I think it's definitely something in a commercial setting that you're going to need for sure, the photometer. And in residential settings, if you want to give the customer an exact reading of their pool, 
I think you're going to need to use a photometer. And then you have the region tester and probably the most popular brand is Taylor. They make the K2005, the K2006, and they're really popular with pool pros, mainly because they're quick and effective and the region refills are pretty inexpensive. They do a battery of different tests and you can do them pretty quickly with the region tester versus the photometer, which is a little slower except for the spin touch, but that's a thousand dollar tester. It's going to test everything in 60 seconds, but the Color Q2X Pro 7 and you also have the exact eye dip. Those are slower testing methods. You can run the free chlorine, total chlorine, pH, alkalinity, calcium hardness, and cyanuric acid with the Color Q2X Pro 7 in about four minutes, I think, with all those tests, if you do it correctly. With a Taylor test kit, I bet you can run all those same tests in half that time. Um, with the Taylor test kit are probably quicker than the, re- the than the photometer for sure. And then you have test strips, which are the fastest, of course. Dip it in the pool, and you should be able to read that test strip within the first 10 seconds. And so if you're thinking speed and time, the test strip is definitely the winner. And in most cases, if you have a seven-way test strip, you can get seven readings in that 10-second period. So that definitely beats the uh, spin touch by, you know, 50 seconds easily and it beats the Taylor test kit. The test strips, of course, lack accuracy in a lot of respects. You're getting a ballpark. There's really no way to tell if the pH is 7.4, 7.6, and unless you have really good eyes, you can see that color clearly. Same with the free chlorine. There's no way to tell if it's 3, 4, or 5 parts per million, and so that is the drawback with the test strips. It's fast, but you're getting like a quick reading, and it's a ballpark reading of that pool, It's not going to work with the health department if you're doing commercial accounts. It's perfectly fine in residential pools. I use test strips on my route on a lot of occasions when I need to get a quick reading. And especially on days where it's windy or extremely hot out, I'm not doing the full battery of tests with the Color Q2X Pro 7. Nor am I doing a region test because I want to get in and out of the pool quickly. And so dipping a test strip in the pool, seeing how the chlorine, pH, and alkalinity look, it's perfectly acceptable in a lot of situations. I don't think you can rely on test strips entirely to run your pool route, although some companies do that. I think you really need to know what's in the water at some point. At least every two or three weeks, you want to do a reagent or photometer test to make sure that everything is in range. You can maintain the pools pretty good with test strips, but then you're going to need, I think, really to make sure that you're maintaining the pool correctly have some kind of reagent or photometer reading of the alkalinity so you know if if it's 80 or if it's 60 or for the uh, pH you're going to know if it's 7.4 or 7.8. Those are kind of important and I think the free chlorine is probably the most important one and I would say you would want to know the free chlorine in the pool on an accurate basis especially if you're you know making sure that the pool is safe to swim in. Heavy use pools definitely need that. But if you're doing a pool that no one ever uses, you know, I have a lot of these on my route where the homeowner hasn't been in the pool in like five years. Maybe the dog goes in there and no one ever goes in there. I mean, do you really need to know exactly what the chlorine level is in that pool? Probably not. So using a test strip there is pretty much a no-brainer, not a big deal. But if you have another account where the kids are in there every week or every day, you definitely want to do a reagent test to make sure there's no combined chlorine. You know, the test strip will show that, but again, it's hard to read exactly how much combined chlorine is in that water. 
and what the free chlorine level really is with the total chlorine in that pool. You need a photometer in a lot of cases to give you that. You could do that with a tailor kit, but there's another step involved. I would say for the combined chlorine reading, a photometer is probably my top choice because it'll give you a digital readout. The photometer is so accurate that when you do add the extra reagent there to check for the combined chlorine, it can distinguish the color of that particular tube or strip and give you the readout pretty accurately of any combined chlorine in there. And so I think those are better for that occasion. I really think a photometer is better for a new pool startup because then you can write the exact readings down for the customer. You can say the alkalinity is at, is at 90, the pH is at 7.5, and you'll have an exact printout with the Color Q2X Pro 7 and the Spin Touch. You can beam those readings to the app and print them out for the customer. And it's a good way to keep records for the builder so that he knows that you're checking the chemistry. With a tailor kit, you're going to just write the numbers down by hand. And one of the drawbacks with the reagent test kit is that you're kind of being the photometer yourself. You're using your eyes to look at that tube, holding it up at certain levels. You're going to get a different color. You also hold it up at your eye level and look through it. And it's supposed to have regular sunlight. So if you have a pool store and you're doing a reagent test kit indoors, holding it up underneath those lights, you're not going to get the right color. And you may get an inaccurate reading because of that. So it's kind of like you're using your judgment to see if the pH is at 7.6. There's no digital readout with the region test kits. And with experience, you can pretty much tell the chlorine level by the color chart. It's pretty obvious when there's no chlorine in the pool or it's really high. But then again, you're going to have the same problem that you have with test strips where it looks like the chlorine level is at 3. It might be 4 or it might be 2.5. There's no way to know for sure unless you have a photometer that will give you a digital reading based on the color spectrum from the photometer inside the device. So they do play a part in getting more accurate readings for sure. When you don't need accurate readings, when you want speed, test strips are perfectly fine. If you wanted to verify a reading, and I really recommend carrying test strips for this reason also, if you're doing a region test uh, in a pool and you're getting really weird readings there, maybe the color changes differently than it's supposed to, Take a test strip, dip it in the pool, and see if there's anything weird going on there. I think test strips really play a good role also in checking for copper and iron. If you don't have the uh, Spin Touch or the Color Q Pro 9, I recommend the Color Q Pro 9 2X over the Color Q Pro 7, by the way, because the Lamont Color Q Pro 9 does copper and iron, so I definitely recommend that. But the test strips also come in handy if you're testing for copper and iron. You can get those test strips separately. You can also test for borates with test strips. So the test strips do have their place for testing for things that reagent testers can't test for. Lamont also has a cyanuric acid test strip that goes to 500 parts per million, which maybe is something you're going to need in certain environments where you suspect that the cyanuric acid level is off the charts, but the photometer goes to maybe 110 parts per million, and the Taylor kit maxes out at 100 or 80, you know, depending on how you want to look at the reading. But anything over 100 becomes very inaccurate. So having a test strip that goes to 500, that's pretty good. You know, I think that's a way to test for really high cyanuric acid. And you can also get a test strip for phosphates. So I think the test strips, you have a lot more range than you have with the region test kit. And in some respects, it gives you more range than you would have with a photometer because you can do the phosphates. Unless you, again, have the spin touch, you can do the phosphates with that. 
But then again, you have you have a thousand dollar tester, and the discs are expensive. So you may just want to get phosphate test strips. It gives you kind of the ballpark anyway. So you're going to know what your phosphate level is. You know, twelve hundred versus a thousand. It's not a big deal. Twelve hundred versus a thousand parts per billion is not a big deal, I should say. And you know, not being accurate with the phosphate, as long as you know that it's over a thousand. You can treat it for that. And the same with the iron and copper test strips. You'll get a pretty decent reading, or you'll actually see the copper and iron change color. The uh, reagent swab will change color, I should say, indicating copper or iron in the pool. And it's also a good, affordable way to test for metals. But I definitely would spring for the Color Q2X Pro 9. It does a great job of testing for iron and copper because it uses a pill, and then the photometer will read any kind of just, you know, small change in the color of the water. And I think it's very accurate compared to the test strips, of course, because you're going to get a digital readout. It'll give you the exact amount of metals in there if you did the test correctly. Again, the photometers can have user error. If you put less reagents or fill the tube up with too much water or don't give the time to dissolve using a pill in there, you can get an error in the reading. If you have a spin touch, you can overfill the disc. You can underfill them. So there is a margin of error in any kind of testing. Probably not the test strip because you just dip it in and it's hard to screw that up, you know, unless you maybe leave it on a deck for a minute and then you check it later. I don't know if anyone does that. But if you check it right away up against the the container it came in, you can see the reading on a test strip and it's pretty hard to mess that up. And again, but your judgment is what determines what's in the pool with a test strip. And if you're not good at distinguishing colors, then you're not going to be really good using test strips nor a reagent tester because you may say the pH is 7.4. And at the end of the day, 7.4 or 7.6, it's not a huge deal if it's off by a little bit. But in a lot of cases, like I mentioned, for commercial accounts, you want to make sure you have the specific reading for the health department. There's a really cool board game that my son plays and we play with the relatives. It's called Hues and Cues, and it's a game of colors, and it looks really simple. It's actually really complex. You're you're trying to uh, figure out the color the person is thinking of and they'll give you like a one word hint and then a two word hint and the colors are just on this board and they look a lot alike and different lighting affects the colors and so if you want to get better at reading test strips and reagents I suggest getting this game hues and cues and playing it and you get a better idea of what someone thinks you know a swamp looks like what someone thinks and a lemon looks like. It's really fun, actually. And it kind of plays off the fact that if you're using test strips and reagent testers, it's hard to get that accurate reading because, you know, your definition of orange or red is different than someone else's. And so it's really subjective to how you see the color on that strip. And so that's why the photometer, I think, would be the default tester, except the fact that it takes a long time to do all the testing. If you're just running the pH, alkalinity, and free chlorine and combined chlorine, it doesn't take that long. But if you're doing the whole battery test, yes, it does take longer. But you don't really need to do the whole battery test every week at the service accounts. So that becomes a moot point as far as speed goes. So I think in the real world situation where you're just running the chlorine, pH, and alkalinity, test strips, of course, win. You dip it in. 10 seconds later, you have the reading. Reagents and photometers may be a little closer now because you don't have to do all the testing and break up the tablets if you're using a tablet. And it may be just as fast doing a photometer versus a reagent tester. If you're just doing the three main factors that you probably should be doing every week, 
and you don't really need to do cyanuric acid every week or every month, maybe every three months. And so, you know, doing all the tests is not necessary. So the time constraints of photometer may not be as bad as you think. I think bottom line, they all have their uses. There's definitely a use for the reagent tester because it's less expensive. You can get the tailor refills cheaper. And if you have a big pool route using the photometer, those reagent refills are expensive. Using the exact iDip, those those exact strips are expensive. And so that that's a factor in testing also. And of course, the spin touch, those discs are like 250 each now. And it's only good for one use. So those are really expensive. So if you break it down, I've done this before where I broke down the reagent versus the um, spin touch disc versus test strips. The reagent tester is still the cheapest way to go. Uh, test strips aren't super cheap out there now, but they are quicker. So price-wise, reagents definitely win in that category. So there's a place for all the testers. The photometer, of course, is more accurate and gives you a digital readout. The reagents are easy to use and you can do the testing pretty quickly. And the test strips are the fastest, but again, they give you a really big ballpark in some cases, or it leaves it up for interpretation, I should say. The readings maybe are not off, it's just how you read the strip itself that could be the problem. So I would say using a combination of all three is probably the best. You want to have a photometer on your route, a region test kit, and test strips for those situations where using a test strip is quick and easy. And then, of course, a photometer will give you the accurate reading when you need that for those situations I mentioned here. If you're looking for other podcasts that I recorded, go to my website, swimmingprolearning.com, and on the banner, click on the podcast icon. It'll take you to a drop-down menu. If you want to enhance your business, definitely consider my coaching program. You can learn more at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.